Today I'm dropping my top three option plays to get you ready for the Monday morning bell. And I'm hoping to go three for three this week and give you a perfect three plays. So subscribe and like if you don't want to miss the plays every single Sunday. We will go over the past plays because those went two for three last week. I want to tell you what happened, why they won, why they didn't, so you can get better as a trader. Because if you're not learning from your mistakes and your wins, you're not really taking advantage of the trades you're making because these are just really information to help us grow and become better and learn the markets. So let's learn what happened. Net, I've been doing this for many, many, many growth stocks and it's produced a really crazy win rate right now for our credit spreads. So all I'm doing is looking for growth stocks that are really extended into supply and I'm putting on call credit spreads. It's one of the easiest trades you can put on in this market, and there's not that many opportunities out there anymore because of how many have already fallen down and dropped because of the selling in the market recently. So net, we ran this thing up right into 71, and we were putting on credit spreads um, last week around 67, I think, or maybe even 69, but our goal was to just have this thing stay under $70 by like March 30th. And the, the best thing about credit spreads is if it moves in your favor quicker and dramatic enough, you can actually collect most of the credit from the spread in a decent amount of time. So we had this trade on for less than four days, but 50% of the premium could have been collected. So the idea for a credit spread is you sell half your position when it reaches 50%, and then most of your position you kind of unload at 80, 90, or 95% premium collected. You don't really wanna keep this thing on past expiration, and you don't wanna keep it on too close to the last three days, because anything can happen then, and you want to be careful giving up your gains that you waited so long for. So that was a clean win. And we're just crushing growth stocks falling back. And it's a really easy setup in this market. The other setup I've been talking about, a very clean win that we've been doing consistently inside our Discord is General Mills is a dividend play. Dividend plays have been bouncing really aggressively. So they've been beaten down. The market's been giving a lot of love to growth in tech. And I think that rollover, that shift is coming. And most of the stocks haven't seen it yet, like Coca-Cola and Pepsi and McDonald's. But this one, we've been calling for the last two weeks, finally made a move. And it actually just gapped up right to my mid pitchfork. So this play Easy, multiple 100% winner for everyone who watched the stream or the YouTube video, so congratulations. And then the last play, which didn't work out, and this one really shocked me because I took a little bit of this, and we see this major pivot zone here at $28, $29, and we just sailed right through it, right to 27 So GDX had no support. Gold is just dropping consistently, which doesn't make too much sense given we're on a risky environment in the markets and there's still money in the risky stocks that haven't you know flowed into gold yet so that there's no flight to safety yet that we've seen in gold but i think it's coming you know march june all, all those months in the future when the big drop happens this year i think gold gets the pop so this is more of a long-term play for me but i'm still looking at gold to see how we react to the 28 level or 29 level again. And then the new plays were dropping and then at the end of the video, I'll tell you what's happening with SPY and Bitcoin and Triple Q. But new plays are gonna be coin number one. 
we see coin just making lower and lower and lower highs. Every single candle looks like it's just not making a new high. And so this is making new lows. And at this point, with Bitcoin selling off to 23K, coin had bad earnings. There's a lot of puts, put flow, a lot of put algo stuff happening. Looks like coin could be dropping back down to the 40s. So I'm looking to see a reaction at 53 next week. If we break 53, this becomes a huge win, and I'll show you why. If just the puts for seven days out, if these were to roll from 55 to, let's say, 60, that's a five-point move. That's 100%. So right now we're at 57 for coin. We drop to 52, or, yeah, 52, that's five points, 100%. 52 is kind of a stretch because I think there's support at 53. So if we can break major support, this becomes a huge possible runner for multiple hundreds of percentages. But really watch to see if we can get a cheaper entry next week. So if coin can come up and we can get this thing back up to like 59 and then reject that, that would be my entry personally. For a swing so again i'm not in this play but i'm just waiting for this to kind of set up so if you haven't yet grab our seven dollar supply and demand course it'll teach you everything i'm drawing everything i'm setting up and this is by far my favorite trading strategy i've ever learned in the markets and i wish i just started with this and never looked at anything else because it's so consistent so play number two is another spread because again these plays take time this market's choppy it's better to do spreads If you're afraid of spreads, you're holding yourself back. We have an 87% win rate inside the Discord with spreads. It's just such an easy play to put on for stocks that are running too far or dropping too far. It's a great reversal setup. It's a great way to collect income and not babysit trades all day. So Crocs has made a move to the 6180 Fib here, which is a 130 touch. So we touch 130 in a massive wick last week on earnings, and then we can't break over 130 this current week. So next week, the one we're going into, I expect Crocs to stay under 130. I expect us to keep staying under 130 for the next couple weeks. I think the top has come in for the stock. So this just tells me, you know, I can put on a call credit spread for let's say April 6th, and I have a two to one risk to reward. I have a max 340 loss, 160 profit, which is great. So a two to one is my risk to reward. I love to find for spreads and it helps me stay profitable. And that 87% win rate is usually with two to one risk to rewards, which is shocking. And then lastly, again, if you want to join the discord, we got 15 days below. We have a full-time traders challenge where I'll take you step-by-step through what it's like to be a trader from paper trading to options to spreads, the safe route to getting into the markets. And if you pass some of the challenges, I'll pay you money. It's insane. So join us for 15 days. See if you like us and see if you can complete some of those challenges. Fiverr is the last play before we go over the overall markets. But Fiverr is the exact setup I've been talking about with growth. We hit the tops. We're seeing this really reject hard on earnings at 46. So any growth plays that have run too much, their call credit spread just all day, all day, all day. I'll put those on. But this play, I think, is going to be a great swing play because it's closing at the low of the day, the low of the week on Friday. And that's typically my best swing play setup is low of the day, low of the week setup. 
The weird thing about Fiverr is it has options on the monthly chain. So we're seeing like the 35 strike here. You know, if it just moves two bucks, it's 100%. So sometimes the monthly chains here, they can actually pay a ton. It's not easy to get into because there's low liquidity, but a small move can just print these options. So this is actually a really interesting setup where, you know, if we just drop down on Monday to 38, you make 100% on this play. That's in, that's perfect. So we put these plays out on Friday in the Discord. So hopefully people can swing them and get that move. But sometimes on Monday, it just, you know, gaps and there's nothing you can do but watch it. So that's the three plays. Let's go over the overall market. I just want to show you what's happening with the index funds, crypto, and all that stuff. But we see SPY here. I've been calling this for a while. Is You know, this inside candle formation, it needed to break. So we do have a breakdown. We had the gap through 405. We did not really cross through 405 all week. And that told me that the market was going to have a bearish week. So just short every pop, basically. And that's what we're doing mostly with, with our trading style. We're just looking for those pops on any day of the week and trying to short them down. But the market didn't make any aggressive runs lower. So that was one thing that shocked me. Um, the market really didn't push strongly through 400. So we went to 393 and formed this hammer. So this is right now sitting on top of a trend line. And a gap down hammer is one of the best reversal candles in the market. And what we're seeing is just like a lack of volume. So there's just no volume in the selling until the last day. You know, that gap down hammer, one of the highest volume days we've seen in a while. And it's not saying a lot because there's not a lot of volume in the market. But when you combine a gap down hammer with high-ish volume, you do get a possible, you know, gap and go higher situation. So I'm thinking the market is going to go up, you know, chop till... March and then the March candle is going to be ugly. I think the March candle comes back down to 380. Um, the market is losing a lot of volume, so it might be hard to get an aggressive sell-off. But I think you know we're I think we're heading down to 380 in March. So that's kind of my long-term perspective on the markets. But I do think in the meantime, you know, slight little run this week, and then that'll get rejected either late in the week or the week after. So watch for the bulls to take some of these stocks higher and always look for those safer names like Apple, um, Coca-Cola, like I've been saying, dividend stocks, Pepsi. Um, those had a lot of hammers and McDonald's, um, Target. I think Target might have earnings coming up, but those safer stocks or the recession-proof-ish stocks, those will probably be looking tasty. And so Bitcoin, I'm very short Bitcoin right now. I don't think Bitcoin is going past 25K anytime soon. So I'm just consistently selling puts, covered calls, buying the Biddy ETF, which is the short Bitcoin one, and just making money from the sideways movements or the, the downward move. So um, I'm very short Bitcoin right now. That's something I see rolling over next month. And we see the monthly candle for Bitcoin, um, basically like a super tight doji. So very tight doji, the volume not that high compared to the past, and we're seeing just a lack of movement past 25 at all. So next month, we may retest one more time 25, but I, I highly doubt it. Other index funds, you know, you got to check them to kind of see what's happening, but the triple Q looks awful. So the triple Q has an inverted hammer on the monthly. So does SPY. 
And again, it's one of the worst candles you can have <laughs> going into the, like the last couple days of February. So we're seeing triple Q breaking down, and this is a major pivot zone right here at 300. So triple Q under 300 is bad news, and we have a move back down to the wedge possible. So if you don't know how the wedge works, uh, this is a bullish breakout wedge. You break high, and then you sell off aggressively like multi-months. So we're looking for triple Q to go well under 230. I mean, this is a terrible long-term pattern. So I'm looking for some weakness on the, the tech sector into the end of the year. And lastly, IWM is your growth ETF. So this one, major supply, reject, reject, reject. And that one's not looking good beneath you know 195. One more, actually, we have uh, the Dow stocks. So the stocks, I think, are going to be bouncing. Um, Dow stocks got crushed last week, so made that break under the trend line. We knew the triangle was going to break. Um, we thought it was going to break high, but this market just you know, isn't giving any love to the bulls whatsoever. So at this moment, the Dow Jones stocks looking to find some support, but these are going to be the stocks that you know hopefully hold up the market. When the market starts crashing, we hope that these ones stay strong. So Dow stocks, they're still holding the highs here, but that was a really aggressive sell-off. And that's really all I got. So if you don't know, we get that 15-day trial inside the Discord, 87% credit spread win rate, which is insane. Those are passive buy them and hold them trades. You don't have to manage them. They're great for people who are super busy with their lives. And lastly, if you want to watch a video we put out last week on our Tesla Leap Options, check it out. It's going to tell you the best time to buy Leap Options, which might be coming up later this year. Peace out. Have a great day.